come with me back to the time of the Bible and hear the stories of men and women who fought a giant, led nations, weathered storms, won battles, walked through fire, and watched as God did miracles before their eyes. Hear the stories of God and his people here on Bible Tellers. Today, I'm going to tell you the story of my family. You see, it all started in the land of Israel, when famine broke out and made food scarce. A man by the name of Elimelech decided he would pack up and move his family to Moab, a land that was flourishing with crops and animals. Naomi dear, don't forget to grab. I got it, Elimelech, I got it. Father, are you sure Moab will be any better? I mean, we'll be living among the heathens. Judah is under famine, and there's no way I can provide for our family when there is no food to be found in the land. But Uncle Naphtali said, Milan, my decision is final. Naomi followed her family into Moab, a land filled with Gentiles who worshipped false gods. It wasn't an easy transition for her family. You see, Naomi's family moved to a very different place. The food they ate was different, the language was different, and the people were different. But, after a while, Naomi and Elimelech's sons were able to find wives, learn the Moabites' language, and make their famous cuisine. They finally began to fit in, but things did not stay normal for Naomi's family. One by one, the men started to die. First her <laughs> husband, Elimelech, then her sons also died. Naomi was left all alone in Moab with no family, just two daughters-in-law, Ruth and Orpah. Are you sure you don't need any help putting that on the donkey, Naomi? No thank you, Ruth. Let us walk you to the gate of the city. Thank you, my dear girls. The three of them walked to the outskirts of the city. And there, Naomi tried to say her goodbyes. Each of you go back to your mother's home. May the Lord show kindness to you as you have shown the dead and to me. May the Lord give you each new husbands. No, Naomi, don't leave us. Please, let us come with you. Yes, we will come with you. No, no, go back to your homes. Why do you want to go with me? I do not think I could have any more sons for you to marry. Please go back home. Even if I could get married and have more sons, why would you be willing to wait that long to remarry? My life is too bitter for you to share with me. The Lord has turned against me. Oh, Naomi. I'm going to miss you. Orpah, dear, I will miss you too. But it is the best thing for you to do. Now go back to your family. So Orpah left Ruth and Naomi to go back to her family. Go, Ruth. Follow after Orpah. 
go back to your family. Stop pleading with me, Naomi. I won't go back to my mother's house, and I won't abandon you. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die and be buried there. Let the Lord punish me and do it severely if death does not separate us. I am coming with you. Oh, dear Ruth, what did I do to deserve such a loyal daughter-in-law? You shall come with me because I see no way of convincing you otherwise. Come, and we shall go back to my homeland. The journey was long and hard, especially for the two women traveling alone. But in due time, they finally arrived. Here we are, Bethlehem. It's nowhere near what you're used to, but... Is that Naomi? I think it is. Naomi, why, is it you? But where is your family? And who is that lady with you? It has been so long, Naomi. We should... Stop. I am no longer Naomi. Call me Mara. Naomi wasn't the same person that left Judah. God had taken her husband and her sons. She was dealing with the bitterness and anger. And in those days, names represented who you were. Mara means bitterness, and Naomi wanted everyone to know that she was still mourning the deaths of the men in her life. After Naomi's interaction, she and Ruth kept walking to where Naomi had once lived with her family. Here it is. It hasn't had upkeep, so it's not in the greatest condition, but it is all I have. I think it's quaint. Besides, I can fix it up. Just fix up the garden over there for vegetables, and maybe in the evenings we can sit and make new curtains for that window over there. And during the day, maybe I can find a way to get some food for us. Naomi, will you let me go into the fields tomorrow and gather the fallen grains behind the harvesters? In the Israelite culture, the widows or women who did not have a man that could provide for them were allowed to go behind the harvesters and pick up the grains they had left behind. You see, back when they did not have all the fancy equipment to gather all the grain, instead they chopped it all by hand and sometimes they would drop some or miss a couple spots when chopping down the grain. This is what Ruth wanted to do to provide food for her and her mother-in-law. What I did to deserve a kind young woman like yourself, I do not know but the Lord has blessed me. So the next morning, Ruth went out to the fields of Boaz. She worked long and hard that day to provide for her and her mother-in-law, and she did not go unnoticed. Later that day, as Boaz went out to the fields to check on his harvesters, Lord be with you, Michael. And Lord be with you, sir. Tell me, Michael, I have seen this woman from afar in my fields whom I have, I have never seen before. Who is she? Have you not heard? She is the Moabitess who returned with Naomi. She is a strange one. She is. To risk her reputation and walk away from everything to have ever known and to follow her mother-in-law seems like a brave thing, not a, not a strange one. How long has she been here? Since this morning, sir. She has barely even rested in the shade since then. Diligent, too. Boaz then made his way to where Ruth was working in the field. He was quite intrigued by the young lady and wanted to talk to her. Ruth, that is what you were called, is it not? Yes, sir. 
I am Ruth. Tell me, how long have you been gathering grain from my field? Today, sir, I have arrived in Bethlehem with my mother, Naomi, and we were in desperate need of grain to eat. If it's a problem... Oh, by no means. Please, in fact, promise me that you go nowhere else to gather grain. In fact, stay close to my female servants and see what fields they are working in and work alongside them. It was a symbol that he had taken her under his wing. It was also a sign of protection. But that was not all Boaz had done for Ruth. He had ordered all the men to not lay a hand on her, and even gave her permission to drink from the water which was provided for his workmen. Why have I found favor in your sight? I know everything that you have done for Naomi since her husband and sons have passed. The fact that you left your homeland to come somewhere where you had been chastised for being different is very inspiring. And your willingness to come here knowing full well that there was no source of income from a man, for a man to provide for Naomi should be an example that all women should follow. I want the Lord to bless you for all that you have done. My Lord, I have found favor in your eyes and you have comforted and encouraged me like one of your own, though I am nothing like one of your female slaves. I am eternally grateful. Ruth felt safe now that Boaz had brought her under his wing, but he didn't stop there. When it was time for the men to break for meals, Boaz made sure she ate with him and his company of men, and he secretly told the harvesters to leave lots of grain behind for her. And when she went back that night to Naomi, Naomi was shocked to see how much she had gleaned. My daughter, from where did you glean all of this grain from? May the Lord bless the man who has looked upon you with mercy. Oh, Naomi, you will never believe the day I had. I had never imagined an Israelite to look upon me so kindly. Who is this man, my dear? His name was Boaz. Oh, my. What? What is it? The Lord has not forgotten us. We will be saved after all. You see, that man, Boaz, he is a close relative, close enough to be a kinsman redeemer. A kinsman redeemer is a relative who would take care of all of your possessions when you died. They would even take and marry your wife so that you could have offspring with your name. So Naomi told Ruth to do exactly what Boaz told Ruth to do. Do exactly as Boaz says. Stay in his fields with his female servants because he is trying to protect you. Once the harvest was over, Naomi went back to Ruth. Ruth, you must go to Boaz and ask him to be your kinsman redeemer. Boaz is your relative and he can bring you relief. Wash up and put on perfume. Then tonight, after Boaz goes to sleep, down by the threshing floor, lay down by his feet and go to sleep until he awakes. Then he will tell you what to do next. Ruth did everything that Naomi commanded her to do. What is this? Who is that at my feet? It is your servant, Ruth. Take me under your wing, for you are my family's kinsman redeemer. My dear daughter, you have not looked for a younger man, rich or poor. Do not worry, I will do whatever it is you ask. However, there is a redeemer that is a closer relative than I. If he does not, 
then I will. The two then went back to sleep until morning. When they woke up, Boaz gave Ruth some more grain. Then she left to go back to her mother-in-law and told her everything. And then he gave me this barley for us to eat. My daughter, you must wait to find out how things go. He will not rest until this is resolved. Meanwhile, Boaz went to the city gate to find the closer relative of Ruth and Naomi. Ah, there you are, cousin. Come, sit here with me. Naomi, who has returned from Moab, is selling the property of her husband, Elimelech. I thought I should tell you, since you are a closer kin, if you wish to buy or redeem it. Do so in the presence of these witnesses I have gathered here. I want to redeem it. Well, well this also means that you acquire the Moabite woman. Ruth, do you still wish to redeem it? I cannot redeem it myself, or... I will ruin my own inheritance. Then I will redeem it. I am next in line to redeem, and since you do not want to, I will. In those days, a man would remove his sandal and give it to the other party to seal a legally binding contract. So this is what Naomi's cousin did to Boaz. You are all my witnesses today. I am buying from Naomi all of Elimelech's possessions, including Ruth, so that his name will not disappear. Boaz. Ruth. Boaz took Ruth and married her, and they had Obed. And I have a son named Jesse, and Jesse has several sons, one of whom is named David. to this episode of Bible Tellers. New episodes come out each week, so please join us for a new Bible adventure next time.